here's a uh, here's a question from Raphael. Um, he uh, talks about something that was mentioned in episode three, uh, and he says if the optimal to have around fifty percent. So this must be a comment that we made, um, and I think maybe it was you, Moritz, um, or maybe you, Jerry. It says if it is optimal to have around fifty percent of your portfolio in CTA systematic uh, in investor podcasts episode three, what is the optimal remaining allocation? So anyone who wants to venture yeah, into on this. Oh, that's a great yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember where that comment came up and, and why it came up. I think we uh, we spoke about the you know optimal allocation of trend following within a diversified portfolio, say a 60-40 portfolio or something like that. And we spoke about maybe allocating 10% to trend following managers and concluded that, well, if you've allocated 10%, then really that doesn't move the needle that much. Right. So right. I was saying, well, if you Want to get the benefits of a trend following allocation the diversification you know all those type of things then then probably you want to look at a 50 percent allocation or higher now to your question i think why don't people start with trend following why why isn't that the base allocation so make it a hundred if you want right and if you if you still must add other things long only equity credit i don't know then, then do that, but maybe do it from the kind of like in reverse. Start with trend following, make that the base, and then see how much you want to reduce that, right? And and add other things. Whereas most people go the other way around. Right. And, and so you may have some. You know, needless to say, my perfect allocation to trend following is, <laughs> for, for me, greater than 50%. Sure, sure. And of course, you you might have something to add here as well, uh, Jerry. I just wanted to say one thing in general um, to this question, and that is what I suggest when people ask me, you know, how to build a portfolio. It's not so much that I'm focused on whether it's 50% trend following, et cetera, et cetera. I just think the idea of having uncorrelated assets in your portfolio makes a lot of sense. And, and, and your research will tell you how much of each of these assets will be quote unquote optimal, but whether it's 40%, 50%, you know, it depends, but obviously uncorrelated assets, including stocks and bonds will be some of those, uh, remaining parts, um, in, in a portfolio, in my opinion, any, any views on your side, Jerry, or do you agree with, I agree with what you just said, you, um, in a short, trying to get to the bottom of this in a short amount of time is difficult. Uh, we're just from coming from a very defensive point of view where golly, 60, 40 plus a little bit of, um, you know, mostly bonds, mostly stocks, mostly bonds and a 5% of trend following, you know, then we've, we're like, well, that doesn't sound optimal from our point of view. I think that something else I said recently is uh, to co- to make it more complex would be um, let me trend follow your stocks, your 50, 60% of stocks, and that can really add some crisis alpha to that. Sure. Um, I think what happens with the uh, unique situation of probably the only market or maybe bonds, but definitely stocks, everyone kind of acknowledges that it's in 20 years, their stocks will probably be higher. It's the, probably the only market that we that has demonstrated, at least historically, that buy and hold kind of works. So it's a complement to trend following uh, currencies, commodities, stocks, and bonds, long and short, CTAs, trend following portfolios. It's a it's a complement to that because we don't have any trades or positions that are long only all the time. So there is some 
trend following fails big time over the past, you know, you can see it in the data uh, where <clears throat> stocks crash, we get out, we implement our trend following on our stocks and on all the other markets as well. And yet they just go right back to the highs. <clears throat> we Maybe we got out, we got short, it just can get really bad. And then um, the all the equity indices rally again. So that feature of never getting out, long only. Yes, you're going to have 2008, which is going <clears> to <throat> uh, drag performance down. But so often, the it just really works well with something with a trend following, even if it's long term, that's going to uh, have a different return pattern. So throwing that in, I would say 20 or 30% uh, as long S&P probably would add uh, some uh, welcome diversification to a portfolio. Now that assumes stocks are going to continue to have that feature, which I'm sure they will. It's uh, kind of funny that we don't put that into our systems. We, I guess so. I, maybe I don't really believe that, but uh, I do think um, it's a complex problem. But just as you stated, what's going to give me Let's look at all the numbers and let's um, don't even put names on the markets. Let's put numbers on the markets. Yeah. Run our analysis of correlation returns uh, and see what that portfolio looks like. And I think it would be a lot of commodities and a fair amount of stocks and currencies and commodities. And it's, I don't know where it would come down, but it would be far more than five or 10% for CTA trend following. Sure. 